Welcome to the J Crypto Audio Experience. First off, thanks for coming. Second off, I want to congratulate you for investing in the education of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, decentralized finance, all those terms that when you first hear you go, what the hell does that mean? Blockchain is a technology shift, guys. Once in a lifetime opportunity. This is Malibu beachfront property, $1,000 per the acre. Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. What is up, guys? This is Jay Crypto once again. And in today's podcast or video, I'm going to be highlighting a few trends, a few few different projects even, or project ideas really that I'm going to be covering in the next couple days. Uh, so first off, let me just start by saying I'm not a financially registered advisor. And everything that I'm talking to you guys about is for informational and entertainment purposes only. I'm really just an entertainer, guys. So let's begin. Uh, the first few things I wanted to cover were algorithmic stable coins, uh, the, the Polygon ecosystem, crypto futures, margin trading. Hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of a good start. All right, so so let's begin by saying this. Polygon is exploding. If you haven't noticed, Polygon Matic, the like the actual ecosystem of Polygon, it's absolutely exploding, guys. I've seen this thing really take off recently. And I'm seeing a few different trends. Number one, I'm noticing that a lot of projects on Polygon because I've probably looked at around 20 different projects, maybe 50 even, somewhere between there probably. In the last 24, 48, last, last 72 hours. I'm noticing this triad of Ethereum, Binance, or Polygon. And a lot of what Charles Hoskinson's has been saying is playing out. A lot. Charles Hoskinson's is the founder of Cardano. He says interoperability is the way of the future. In an early DeFi world, we're used to projects only being one chain or two chain, but now we're starting to see three, four, five chain interoperability. That's one trend I wanted to point out to you guys. It's really happening. It's not an idea anymore. This is happening now. Another trend I'm noticing is that pretty much every project on Binance Smart Chain is forking over to Polygon as well. So I know that's similar to what I just said, but it's not because what we're seeing is a almost, you know, like I've said in previous videos where uh, Binance Smart Chain 
would really act as a, you know, primary launch pad (laughs) to these other blockchains, to these other ecosystems. And that's exactly what's happened to the T. To the T. We're seeing a lot of meme coins over on the Binance Smart Chain, but all of a sudden, I don't know if you guys have seen this, Polygon. Yeah, there's been a few hacks. We had we had uh, a few a few unfortunate events, I'll call them. Some of them not even being hacks. They don't have to be a hack to be an unfortunate event. For example, what happened with Titan. If you guys know what happened with Titan, it was a pretty authentic bank run. Something that just was very hard to foresee in a partial collateralization type of environment. A a supposed stable coin going stablecoin meaning tracking to the you know US dollar of course going all the way to $60 and then back down to a millionth of a cent right something like that it's pretty crazy so so defi is still very risky however using polygon has been a very pleasant experience very cheap gas fees, like incredibly cheap, a lot cheaper than Binance Smart Chain. The one thing I will say is BSC still seems a little bit faster to me, probably because I'm paying a lot more in gas. (laughs) I'm paying like one guai in gas and my transactions are going through on the Polygon network. It's just taking a couple minutes. So I'm sure if I was to boost that up a bit, but think about that. I'm paying like six or seven guai over on the uh, Binance Smart Chain. It's pretty crazy. Not to mention Ethereum. Gosh, Ethereum seems like a dinosaur now. It really does. But a lot of good things are in store for Ethereum, so I wouldn't discount it. What's happening is the global adoption of blockchain technology. I have three really unique projects that I'm looking at that I want to bring to you guys that I think will help. Um, Whether you're a long-term investor, whether you're a DeFi user, whether you're a trader, even. There's one I think some traders will like. That just seem to have a little bit of a unique spin on things. And I'm going to be talking about those a little bit later today. Possibly posting it tomorrow. It's uh, it's interesting what's happening, guys. It almost seems like the blockchains are... There's like too many of them to keep up with. <laughs> Have you guys felt this way? Have you noticed this? There's too many of them to keep up with. And, and the cool part about it is not every single one is in a place like Polygon is where you can go on it and use decentralized finance. Like Cardano, for example, is still uh, pre-finished smart contracts. So it's going to be a bit before we can really tinker around on there. But I'm excited to do that. Since there's going to be a lot more coding languages available on Cardano. 
just some thoughts. Just some thoughts for you guys. I think some people look for a portfolio in DeFi, for example, a clean portfolio that shows you all your funds and all these different blockchains. And I have a really good suggestion suggestion for you. There's an application that you can use on the Polygon or the Binance Smart Chain or Ethereum network, and it's called DBank. And uh, this isn't a sponsorship or anything like that. I just have started using it. And it's interesting how useful it is. You can also type in addresses of top traders and see what their portfolios look like. So that's very interesting from a point of view as, as an entertainer, entertainer. I think eventually I would you know, be happy to probably share my public address and show you guys a little bit of what I do. Um, I'm not quite comfortable doing that at the moment just because I don't know the ramifications of that. However, I do think that it's only a matter of time, just like doing video. Cause I used to do video for my last line of work. <laughs> and it's funny because when you do video, it's very funny. It's like when you first started doing video, it was very uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden it became more comfortable. I don't know if you guys noticed this. And then you just are comfortable doing it. Showing your face, doing video, things of that nature. Now, with that being said, I think showing your public addresses is going to be very similar. In fact, I just heard Gary Vaynerchuk speaking about this. Where... So first off, I should probably say that I've used virtual reality before. Like an Oculus. And if you've ever used an Oculus or VR, I think it's a little bit easier to understand crypto. It's a little bit easier to understand these VR games. VR is so realistic. It feels so intrinsically real, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I always say guys, so I just wanted to include the ladies in there. Definitely don't want to leave the ladies out. Um... If you've used VR, I feel like it's an easier avenue to understand what Gary Vaynerchuk says when he when he basically says that we're going to have a virtual version of, of every real asset that we own. And through non-fungible tokens, we're also going to be able to communicate on a VR setting. I mean, the reason why we wear certain clothes is another point he brings up is to communicate to others something about us. So this was very interesting to me because if you think about it, it's it's certainly true. You don't go out wearing something that contrasts the character you believe you are. Uh, it's very rare to see yourself, if you portray yourself as a business person, go out in a Spider-Man costume in Boston or in New York or in... Uh, California right in San Francisco in the middle of the city just to portray yourself as something that you're maybe not so we we use suits and ties or joggers and sweatpants or yoga pants to to basically communicate 
something about ourselves. I do believe that. I think it's very true. It's why style and fashion is is an exist is in existence. When we're communicating on the VR platform, when we're able to hold business meetings on the VR platform, when we're able to be in a more realistic face-to-face environment through VR with each other all over the world and build teams with people that we never even meet, we're never going to meet these people in person. It's going to be like just all through VR. <laughs> like a lot of people that you're going to be best friends with in the future, I believe, we will only know through VR because they're going to be in other countries. They're going to be in other places. And it's going to allow us a social, a more realistic social experience than something like text messages. A more humanistic approach to things like social media. And the point I'm trying to make is you're going to still need a look. You're going to still want to flex if you do flex. Like... If you wear expensive jewelry or if you wear an expensive watch, you know, or you have a nice car, you're still going to want to flex like some people just will. It's a human truth. And even if you don't, maybe you're going to want to own some digital assets for the sake of owning some digital assets because they provide you with some passive income because it's an asset that you can sell and you can also use it in a VR world. So if that's truly where we're going in the next 20 to 40 years, then I mean, yeah, this stuff is really, really big and it's conceivable to see ourselves showing our public addresses more and more. This is something that I've been thinking about a lot. I think that we're experiencing a time period where people are uncomfortable doing it because it feels unnatural. It it would literally be like, showing people your bank account (laughs) it would literally be like just everybody being able to see your bank account right and saying hey look at my bank account it would certainly put an emphasis on really having money which i think is a very healthy thing for the obviously younger generations to like actually have you know, true wealth and money. And I think it would be, it would add a layer of transparency. Now, do I think it feels uncomfortable and weird? Yeah, I do. But do I intuitively feel like that's where we're going? I kind of do guys. I really do. And ladies don't want to forget the women. I appreciate the women. We need each other on this earth, men and women. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, that's what I got. I'm going to post some videos. I have a few cool reviews. I know I've been doing a lot of podcasts lately. I've been on the run a lot lately. Just traveling around. Getting things prepared. So I got some cool content though. So be sure to tune into the YouTube if you want to see a more visual experience. And if you're on the YouTube, feel free to tune into the podcast. And that way you can listen to some stuff and expose yourself to crypto and blockchain on the on the go. All right, guys. Well, that's it. I don't just talk about blockchain or crypto. 
I really don't. I mean, I'm a huge, you know, mindset guy. I'm a huge health guy. All those things are important as well. But crypto and blockchain is really what I'm passionate about right now. So I hope you have an incredible day and I hope you spend some time with your family. I hope you have, you know, some time to just get some exercise out there. And and I just wish you guys all the best. I do think we're in a very exciting time. And uh, yeah, I hope I hope you guys see it through that lens as well. We just want to safeguard this technology um, through its early years. It's, it's in its infancy. And you and me and the collective are guiding this technology's principles with the content we, we create, with the uh, conversations we have with each other. And this is the most powerful technology we've ever had. I mean, the ability to disrupt two things that control pretty much everything we do um, is going to allow a lot of freedoms. And those two things would be banks and governments. Banks and governments. Because blockchain disrupts governance, giving us the ability to transact voting power. And it disrupts banks, giving us the ability to transact value. This is Jay Crypto. I approve this message.